Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Me, Myself and 40k with me, your host, Inquisitor Archer, known on the internet. And as you can tell in this podcast, this this time, we are talking all about chaos. So this is the thing, one of the first times I've talked properly about chaos or the chaos side of things. I think I talked about Death God in one episode and I think about Blessed Demons another. So we haven't really touched upon chaos because, well... I used to don't have a an interest in it, but we'll get into it anyway. So as usual, if you read the description, we have the usual shebang going on. We have the updates, which are probably already known, but obviously then we have the story time. So obviously my story that I write. Then we have our chat long. And after that, we test my partner, the wonderful, the beautiful, the amazing Amber in the quizzes with the Mizzes. And obviously we'll be testing her chaos knowledge. So all that in one podcast, as I say, what more could you really want? I appreciate it. And thank you for listening as we'll move on to the next part. Hello, everyone. And welcome to the updates for this episode. First of all, I do apologize if my throat or my voice sounds a bit creaky. Don't know what I've got. Just a sore throat, basically. Updates for this episode. Since the last episode with the Aldari, we have had quite a lot of releases now. So obviously by this time, a lot has come out uh, that I'd like to go over. So running down quickly, we've obviously got the Aldari releases, which are obviously already a few weeks back now. We've got the new kill team, um, Nakamund, over the Chaos Legionnaires, and obviously now we know all their names as well. And also we've got the, in the Nuna pipeline, with the new Tyranid Codex and the new Battle Box, and also a crazy model that's coming out, a new Tyranid model that's coming out, which we also will cover in this part of the episode. So at the start... I am glad that all the Ardari players now finally have their codex, which is a big codex. I believe that Games Workshop said that it is probably eight pages short of the Space Marine codex. So it is a big codex. So fair play to the Ardari. And I have recently in the last week had a game against my friend James, who obviously plays Aldari, mostly Jakari, but obviously now he's actually invested in a, bit of, in a few Harlequins and obviously also invested into some Aldari or Yunari, as it were. And I had two matches against him, a big match of, a camp, of our campaign against my death bot, and then we had a small match just for a bit of fun, for, just to see what else the Aldari can do with the Codex. And to be fair, I have to say, fair play to GW. They've made a very good Aldari Codex. In particular, I was more concerned about how they're going to run um, Harlequins. And obviously, with all the rules that they brought out over the last few, sort of few weeks, as it were, giving indication that you can obviously any sort of Aldari army can uh, include a Harlequin sort of detachment or a Harlequin troop. It's called something in particular, like a troop, troop act or something like, I don't know, a troop thing or whatever. And so it's quite good because obviously I like Harlequins. From an Ardo point of view, from a Xenos sort of point of view, I do like Harlequins and obviously my partner Amber, who obviously is part of the Quiz of the Mizzers, she collects Harlequins and she does have a very nice, nice army. Oh, it's a very small army, but it's it's a nice army. It's very nicely painted and yeah, it's 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 a very it's a very unique army. And I like how they're like almost like the elites of the Ardari. So they could be anybody. They can be normal Ardari. They could be Jakari. You know, they could be Corsairs or whatever. They can. So they all come from all walks of life. And I do like these of the law behind the Ardari. So I'm glad that they got a good a good nod 
in the new codex and like i said i've, I've had a game against my friend james and yeah I killed the, I tried to kill the Harlequins first because I know how horrible they are, <laughs> as it were. So, yep, yeah, that's it. So, Odo's got their new codex. And moving forward, we'll go to the next part, which I want to go to, which is the Kill Team Nakmund, which obviously we all know now, which obviously by this time when this when this episode's come out, it will be, we'll be able to pre-order the box set of Nakmund, which is the Corsairs against the new Chaos Space Marine Legion heirs. So GW has, you know, bite the bullet and it wants to sort of change the name of Chaos Space Marines. So it's not CSM anymore, it's CSML, which is kind of funny. But so now it's actually Chaos Legionnaires or Chaos Space Marine Legionnaires, which I think is a good way forward because obviously Chaos Space Marines, you know, have been in the warp, in and out of warp for 10,000 years. Most of them are either from the Horus Heresy time, etc., etc. So, and the Space Marine armies were called Legion Legions or Legion Legionaries. So I like this. And obviously through the, the kill team, obviously, Many people would know this by now, and obviously all the releases that GW have, have given out for the kill team to get us all hyped up. They can us all the names for the different ones. Obviously, now we've got the names for the Aldari Corsairs to discover the chaos. And obviously, we'll go over this a little bit more in the chat along. So that'd be quite good. Because obviously, we'll, obviously, this episode is all about chaos. So we've got obviously, I just want to run over quickly. So obviously, they've got several Space Marines, as it were, Space Marine Chaos Legionnaires, and they have a few specialists. So they have the Heavy Gunner with the Reaper Chain Cannon, which looks pretty cool. They have the Guy of the Jewel Blades, the Shiv Talon, which I'm presuming he's kind of like a, he's kind of like a, a small version or like a, like a, an apprentice level of like, a, I don't know, like a, like a Warp Talon or something. And then we have the Psychic. So this, so it's like a, it's, it's called a Bale Fire Acolyte, and it's kind of like a, a sorcerer in training. So I'm presuming for Chaos players, and I cross my fingers for all Chaos players, that hopefully next, after obviously the, the Tyranids, maybe the Chaos going to get some love codex and things like that as well. And obviously a few other ones which I like as well is the, looks like the Possessed Marine, which is called the Legionary Anointed. So he's got like a demonic law and he's got like a tongue flicking out of his helmet. And the last one, which I like the most, which I thought was going to be better be called like a Berserker, but it's called a Legion, a Legionary Butcher. And he's the guy with the two-handed chain axe, which they've actually, in the last few weeks, have given a data sheet indication for and looks really good in Kill Team. So he can do quite a lot of damage, which is kind of cool. I don't want to drivel on too long, so we'll quickly go over, that's all the Kill Team stuff, because obviously I want to go more of it over in the other section of the chat along, as it were, to go in more detail of the chaos, as it were. However, we do need to obviously give a little nod to Morzinos, which obviously is the new Tyranid Codex and the new Combat Roll. I haven't really read much into this, because obviously they've only, at this point, they've only released like artwork for the Codex, but they have included, obviously, the Combat Troll, obviously what's in it, and obviously, I mean... Eh, I don't know. I've never really, I've never really been interested in Tyranids apart from Gene Stealers, but that's about it. And obviously, you know, you could go Gene Stealer Cult, you could go Tyranids with Gene Stealers, so whatever. But I see the the control, the the combat patrol box. Jesus, that's a tongue tie when you've got a sore throat. The the combat patrol box comes obviously with several obviously models. I think it's actually it's quite it's almost like thirty models. I think isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So for your HQ, you get your like your hive tyrant or 
it can be also be a swarm lord which is i think the swarm lord looks a pretty cool model even though it might be a little bit dated but yeah it's it's a pretty cool model i always can make it into a, a flying hive tyrant so i mean if i was a if i if i went to, to tyranids i'd totally go for a flying hive tyrant because why not? It's scary as hell. And then you get lots of swarms. So this is kind of like a swarm box. So if you've got several boxes of these, you'll be you'll be laughing. Loads of loads of little dribblies. So it comes with 36 ton 36 termagants and three ripper swarms. So that's a lot of legs going down the field. And obviously, yeah, great swarming. And then you get something to back them up with, which is three tyranid warriors, which I believe are quite good now, because I think they're gonna get a buff in the codex. I think for wounds and strength or strength and toughness as it were. So fair play to them as it were. Well, the one we want to talk about quickly is the new Tyranid model, which is called the Parasite of Mortrex or Mortex. How do you say it? The model looks like a creep ass thing. And it's, 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 it looks kind of like a cross between a Tyranid warrior and like a Reaver slash giant gargoyle. So kind of a few bits, pieces on there. But the most disgusting thing about this model is is the stats with it and the it's 16 inches, 16 inch movement. Phenomenal. I mean, yeah, it's faster than a jet bike or it's faster than a, a you know, an outrider bike. I mean, OK, whatever. But the funny, the nice thing about it, because obviously now the GW re released it when they when they had a leak from it. Is that it's it's the one that kind of like it's it's a nod to the aliens sort of movies where it can actually it can actually as it says parasite it can actually it can actually infect units and then basically they can have more wounds done to them and if they can't succumb if they succumb to this infection or this parasite basically what happens is the unit like it <laughs> it produces ripper swarms so ripper swarms are like these little dribblies that basically if anyone doesn't know what you know any turn models look like a ripper swarm is basically just an alien the alien slug thing that comes out of the people's chests so that's basically what they're they're emphasizing here is that this new parasite of uh mortrex in infects these units and then does more wounds to them and then obviously like these things like burst out people's chest or i don't know their brain or whatever and then basically yeah you can set up uh, ripper swarms next to these units which sounds fun and i think it's more fluffy than anything else because reading other people's reviews on it it could go one of two ways it could be really really good or it could just be annoying and it's just a bit of fluff and it's just a bit of like yeah could happen could not it's just a bit of extra stuff for the tyranids as it were that's about it wrapping up for the updates for sort of the last sort of few weeks and obviously now we'll go next to the story time so obviously this part of the podcast if nobody doesn't already know is the story time so what happens is I will read out a short story that I've written myself. So obviously it's 40k based. It just gives me a bit of, I like, I do like writing. And so obviously I like to write these short little stories, a reference to obviously the podcast topic itself. So obviously in this case, it's chaos. So obviously we'll be following no other than our new character friend, who is a chaos space marine or chaos hereticus astartes. And we are calling this story Death to the False Emperor. Aslor roared as he jumped down into the trench network onto his enemy. The weight of him and his power armor cracked the concrete floor. As he rose, his right pauldron was hit by several shots of last fire. The shot barely marked his dark armor as he turned to face his foe head on. He saw it was a rabble of half a dozen guardsmen, desperately trying to form some, some sort of fire line to take him out after he had breached their entrenchments. 
Ashlot enjoyed playing with his foe, or as he thought, his prey. He paused for a moment, allowing the guardsman another volley of fire upon him. He saw one giving the order to fire. Ashlot smiled and braced himself for the anticipated impacts. Several of the last shots missed him, but others hit their mark. Again, he barely noticed the impact of the shots as they reflected or scorched his armour. Smiling from under his helmet, with his inhuman reactions, he aimed and fired off several rounds of his bolt pistol. Every bark from it sent its payload into one of the unfortunate guardsmen. The explosive shells didn't leave much left of the victim, and what was left was showered on the floor or walls of the trenches over the mortified comrades. The remaining shot guardsmen watched in horror, covered in the remains of their former comrades, the hulking form of a chaos marine charging at them, axe in one hand, pistol in the other. Aslaw smashed into the first guardsman. He could hear and see numerous bones and limbs breaking against his massive bulk. He then savagely finished off the remainder of the squad with his power up. In the first stroke, he completely beheaded one guardsman. The fountain of blood that poured out of the headless body partly covered him, and in seconds, Aslaw chopped into his next victim. They tried in vain to block the incoming blow with a las rifle, but Aslaw cut straight through the weapon and into the chest of the unfortunate soul, making the body go limp. As Aslaw rips his axe from the corpse, he winces slightly as he feels a slight sharp pain in his side. As he turns, he realises that the last guardsman is standing with a rifle pointed into his side. As he looks down to where the pain is, he sees that the guardsman has stabbed him with a bayonet. Aslaw looks up from the small wound and meets the eyes of his foe. He can see they are scared notices a slight tremble in their hands as they grasp the weapon, still holding the small bayonet sticking into him. Aslaw's gaze doesn't leave his foe as he pulls the bayonet out from his side. To him, it is barely a wound, more of an annoyance. He steps closer to the guard, and he can now see individual beads of sweat on their face as he steps closer. Aslaw reaches out with his armoured hand and closes it around the guardman's neck. As if snapped out of a dream, they start grabbing at his hand and wrenching themselves free as it slowly chokes the life out of them. As he pleasantly slees the life drain away from them, the guardsman mutters one last defiance or staring at Aslaw, praise to the emperor of mankind, before going still in his grasp. Aslaw smirks again and lets the lifeless body drop to the floor. Death is the only thing your emperor brings to you, Aslaw thinks to himself. Death only comes to the false emperor so this part of the section is the chat along which obviously we know each i chat along well know even myself but this time we have a reoccurring guest which is mr chris hughes hello chris hello, hello. Uh, apologies to anyone listening it's me again <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I don't know what to go from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just completely uh, derail you there, hamstring you. Yeah, I can kill I can kill Bill. Oh, anyway, uh, yes. So, Chris, thank you for having, coming back to the the podcast, the show, as it were. As you know, we are talking about chaos, and if I remember rightly, the first army or the one of the first armies that I you introduced me to to play 40k was your Iron Warriors, big oh. chaos guys, and they were shiny and they had lots of yellow and black stripes on them and i was like oh they look cool and then they smacked my face which is kind of cool (laughs) you did you did your best to avoid saying shiny and chrome in the way that everyone does when they've watched too much mad max 
But yeah, they they are. If you like getting armies painted in record time, that was one I made for eighth edition drop in. I pretty much painted like thousands of points in very short space of time using like a rattle can and some null oil and and then just added details as I went playing games with them. You did actually, yeah. I remember you saying that you added chevrons as they got more experienced, didn't you? Yeah, so like if they you know, if they did well in a battle or just survived, I'll bang another bit of yellow and black. It meant that I wasn't having to paint hazard chevrons and thousands of models in one go. So, <laughs> but you can see the difference with some of them where it's like these guys got rewarded earlier on in the you know the hobby life, and the ones that were done later looked neat. And the ones at the start, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to go back over them. Oh, that looks like a drunk iron warrior painting his armor. <laughs> yeah, he let the goth orc paint his stripes on. <laughs> yes so i know yes so this podcast is about chaos because we have a few chaos releases coming and obviously the first person i thought of oh i thought of you so could you give us could you give us a rundown what chaos or what a chaos space marine is right well i'll avoid spending like an hour 40 just ranting <laughs> about how they need an extra wound at the moment but there's a there's a whole <laughs> thing there but yeah chaos marines for me it's, it's a funny one over the history of of 40k and how they've released chaos like it's evolved and each edition sort of handled it slightly differently and i remember at one point i think it was something like fifth edition they were banging out like uh, it might have been later actually might have been early sixth they were putting out books that sort of talked about them almost like well here's a book to do with renegades and so it was almost like they could be any flavor but they weren't really leaning into the gods and stuff whereas i think for me the thing i like about chaos marines is it's everything there's like a spectrum of everything from a world eater whose head's a tongue and his you know arms made of teeth and shit guys who are just yes they're traitors yes they have to live and die in the eye of terror they're suffused with warp energies just because of where they live but they are you know they're trying to be the masters of their own destiny mm. and it's everything in between and weirdly there's a it can be argued they're more interesting characters because there's a lot more of humanity in them, which is why they're flawed. So they're not like just these dutiful space monks going around doing what they need to do. Each of them is out for themselves, really. And, I, you know, I, I love that aspect. And I think anyone's ever played like the role play side of this can see where the, the fun can be found, like delving into the gray areas. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a dedicated chaos player. I've never really had chaos. I mean, I think the closest thing to chaos i've gone is in the first edition kill team when i had a death guard army and obviously i brought a few pox walkers and a few of the push fit chaos dudes and i was like oh these guys are kind of funky and yeah kind of and, there were, and also the fact is that death guard are all happy as well they're all like yeah happy weirdly a lot more joy in those guys isn't there <laughs> there's a lot more comedy sort of subtly thrown in there yeah well the little nerglings doing weird stuff and uh, yeah. picking the noses yeah, <laughs> yeah. picking something but yeah, like I said, I, 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 that's why I brought you as as a, as a expert into chaos this time because yeah, I don't really know much about. It. I mean, I know about the gods. Obviously, you got you know the four gods. You know, you got the demon princes. So obviously, you got you know Matarian, and you got uh, obviously Magnus the Red, and obviously other ones as well. And so they're big sort of big players in the whole forty k thing. Obviously, with Matarian and Magnus both trying to kick Gilliman's ass every chance they can get. So I mean, he needs it. He's hard to shift. <laughs> I think I've, I've gone up against him a couple of times. I did not enjoy it any time I've gone up against that big sword-wielding Smurf. Big blue Smurf. 
Yeah, <laughs> genuinely. Like I, I think at one point, because I was showing a guy the game, like, I managed to shoot most of my army at him in one turn. So he managed to get him out of position. And I was like, right, surround him, kill him. And I put thousands of dice at that guy, and he just like three wounds. So like, oh come on, you know. So <laughs> all that for a drop of blood to to quote, um, was it Infinity War or whatever? I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, you've got a few things you want to discuss, and obviously with the new. Uh, new kill team, Nachmund. I, I, I think that's what you say it, Nachmund. That's what I've been saying. So whether or not there's someone out there, like anything 40k, like years later, someone will say the word on an audio book and then everyone will just be in dispute over how it's said. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah, like, yeah. like they did an audio book for, for the Katachan people and the guy said Katachan. And everyone, <laughs> what? I've been saying Katachan for years. What's, what's the right answer here? You know, you can't do this to us. <laughs> <laughs> who knows but the guys doing the audio books literally just making it up as they go along and trying to figure it out but yeah but yeah Nachman, <laughs> sorry i'm just gonna keep derailing the uh the subject there. no it's fine i'm gonna call them i'm gonna call catachans for now i'm like catachans yeah my catachan like don't don't you start asshole don't you start <laughs> <laughs> well you do get to then do the line of are you a catachan or a catacant um <laughs> so it has its advantages yeah <laughs> anyway, so the new kill team Nachmund. I yes. wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't say it with a German accent. Nachmund. <laughs> but yeah, my German accent always goes camp as well. So I don't know. I don't know what that's. Hey, Nachmund. Das ist Nachmund. Yeah. They have a new kill team coming out. Obviously, actually, it will be when this comes out. It'll be pre-ordered the day before on Saturday. So obviously, oh. um, so actually, when this comes out, it'll be pre-ordered. So. Let's get all the Corsairs and obviously the new kill team, which I'd like to know your opinion on this. They've changed the name. They're not now Chaos Space Marines, are they? They're now Astarte Legionnaires. Oh, um, is that the name of the actual kill team? Maybe. Because so. there's, I noticed they did a data slate update the other day talking about how the Forge World thing that was in White Dwarf that has a different name. I think it's Hunter Cadre or something like that. Something sounded very Tau anyway. There's some sort of, there was a term for it that replaced Forge World. So the ones that are in compendiums are getting replaced. So I'm a bit worried that at some point they'll say, oh yeah, you, you chaos things are, the, the, you know, the list you've made doesn't work. You have to use this one. Because I quite like the one I've got at the moment. But yeah, they, it looks like they are, like they did with the indexes for 8th edition 40k, everything's in the compendium, but as they release rules, bespoke rules for each faction, they are they're changing the name so you know which one's the correct version to use in match play and tournaments. Oh, okay. That makes more sense now. Yeah, so I think that's what that is, but I can't, can't speak to the truth of it because, again, I don't know until it's out yet, but that's mm. what I think. Fair enough. That's what you think. Shall we, shall we regurgitate like, a, like an unclean one and Tell us what you think of the new the new Legionnaires then. Well, genuinely, it's because they they're from the the new the new box set. I say new; uh, it's probably sign I'm getting old because I think they've been out a couple of years. The the more recent um, Chaos Marines that are a little bit taller, they're not quite Primaris, but at least then they can stand toe to toe with them without being embarrassed. The, it's <laughs> that set, but with an upgrade through like they've done for all the others, which is great. Oh, okay. They've put. Which was, I think, if you bought the Devastator, the Chaos Havoc set, you only got one in that set, 
And everyone's like, that's the new weapon everyone wants. That's a hot new flavor. You've given us one on the sprue. Thank you, Game <laughs> So that at least this way, we're getting a few more of those floating around in, in circulation. So that's, I think that was a sound choice. Uh, whether or not that thing's going to be absolutely broken in Kill Team, because it fires like a gazillion bloody shots. I hope so. I hope it's, I hope it's, like, I hope it's like Heavy 12 and some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, there's... <laughs> But you guaranteed, as soon as you deploy that guy, he's got to be in conceal, otherwise he's going to sh- Yep. Um, yep. But, you know, that, that's kill team. That's kill team wang. But, yeah, the um, <laughs> the stuff they've put in there, like, everyone's, like, memed it because the guy's face on the um, the, the sorcerer-looking dude's a little bit joyous, and he, he does look like Fraser Crane or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Did you even <laughs> think of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not claiming that one's, that one's thank you, internet. Yeah, there's a lot of nice pieces that have gone in to really like like make it make interesting convert. Biggest worry is the tendency GW to lean towards a somewhat more. So you've got the idea of, okay, well these two arms go with this particular torso to make, for example, the possessed guy in the box, or you know these arms mm. then make this guy. And um, and if you try and mix and match some of these things, it might not work. Yeah. But again, the, the more experienced hobbyists amongst us see that as just a challenge. I see it as yeah. a but <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's gay. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's, it, that's because that's the thing when it came up with the orcs, you know, the new orc boys kit, and yes. they're all going to pose, aren't they? And people are like kicking off, like, oh, well, and also the fact is that half they came with half shooters, half sluggers and choppers, and people are like, well, I just want, sh- I just want sluggers and choppers, so I have to convert all these crap now. And it's like true. Well, I mean, as, a, as an ex-Orc player, I mean, going forward now, if I had loads of boys, I mean, with the new, like, the new DACA rule, I would probably take as many shooters as I could. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, I think I'd... the hobby's in a weird place because a lot of the people who complain about this, the people who have fond memories going back of, like, all these multi-part models and building your own dudes mm-hmm. and the rules that allow you to, to build whatever you wanted to build. But then if you go back further than that to what everyone still reminisces about as, like, a great time in the hobby your models were what you got. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, great. You had rules to do all these things. You're stuck with like the, you know, all your Bolton Marines were Bolton Marines. There wasn't much old kits that were just like, that's that guy. Yeah. I think people sort of took for granted a little bit in the middle era, but I don't, I wouldn't mind so much going more monopole being streamlined in a way that made the game more playable, but it feels mm. like the sort of design aesthetic is make it simple. All your, Whatever. and then there's this other mentality going right add in all the bits and bobs and then all these different rule supplements lead you down this path of it's it's still incredibly complicated and it's got more and more books you need um mm. just kind of keep being half of one half of the other because they'll they'll release a kit and you'll be like well this hasn't got the options but then it hasn't got options and it didn't need it you know but yeah i'm just gonna win yeah. <laughs> GW, listen to the man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mean, to make it, to make it, to sort of put a nail in the coffin here. Uh, well, obviously, it's not obviously because it's going to get up again. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I agree. I mean, monopose. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got a few monopose models now. I mean, what did I do with them? I just cut them up. I would just cut some up so I could just cut them up and just. And I'm fine with that because, I mean, you know me, I, I don't mind converting stuff or yeah. cut, cutting things off or gluing things on. I, I enjoy it. I, en- I actually enjoy the conversion or enjoy f- trying to find a way to fix something. Like at the moment, I'm converting, going off tangent again, I'm converting a sister, Palantine, 
because I don't like the fact that she holds like the rosemary beads or whatever it's called. Oh, um, yeah. I think why why would you do that? So I've actually amputated her arm, and I've used a part of some of the sisters, so the sister superior from the kit itself, and I've given her a sword instead. So That's she's cool. holding the sword. Instead. Yeah, uh, I'll show you one. Well, she's only, she's she's still grey, so I need to yeah. I need to finish her off and finish her up. There. Going off subject, chaos. So but there are. <laughs> I think. Back slightly off, off topic, because if you've done Space Marines for years, you want to see something new. You want to be able to make your guys unique. Whereas on the flip side, if something's mm. a new army, I, like I haven't converted much of my Gene Steel cult stuff because all it's great new sculpts. So I want it. I've I haven't been I haven't been looking at the same sculpt for years, thinking oh, sculpt, the sculpt is fine. But sometimes I think into mm. and you're more like. Like everyone owns a Primaris lieutenant or whatever, you want the option. Yeah, at least the scratch brew that you get in this set. It's whilst it is somewhat monumental bits like you can have, even stupid things like having there's a guy with two knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it shift the shift tell the shift tell him something? I can't recover, recover, recover something like that. Yeah, there he is. Um, and even just sometimes having a knife in an offhand that you wouldn't normally see on the kit, suddenly people are doing interesting things. Mm. In circulation, so you're not having to take one hand from one thing, put it in. like you can, so you don't have to convert every aspect of that that bit. Um, um, options then to start like you know thinking outside the box with. So that they're, they're all great little bits. Mm. Like gameplay, like the, the rotary cannon. There's just you know you're gonna find a lot even if you. Yeah, exactly. Because like for instance, like I mean, my favorite go-to is the legionary butcher, the one with the two-handed chain axe. Oh my god, it looks yeah. so. I mean, if I got the kit. Just have him as it is. That's one of, the, like, sadly said, like monopose. Just have him as him. Yeah, two hundred, yeah. two hundred chain axe. Yeah, thumbs up. Two thumbs up for that. Yeah, looks awesome. Okay, um, so I love him. Because um, they show them all in Black Legion. What about with is got their like very stabby. You've got um, Nurgles or Rotty and hard to keep. flavor. Even like Black Legion, we don't know what to do. No. <laughs> again it sounds like i'm slagging them off but it genuinely feels like they're not quite sure what they want to do with them but in the law the reason their arm is black is because anyone can join them and it feels like they need to be some chaos equivalent do you think so like not on the same level of like they are the best of the best any old mook to have a little bit more of the their rules should represent the world like your assault troops not just Black Legion assault troops and things. He should be able to like draw in from different factions and get bonuses that other factions wouldn't get from from different legions and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't because it. Yeah, well, that's to me, I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought Black Legion were just like. Uh, I thought Black Legion were like the Ultramarines of the Chaos. <laughs> I thought they're just like the bog standard guys, you know, like the vanilla guys. But that's kind of put different perspective of Black Legion now, actually. So. Well, I, I think that's why I had an issue with it because Ultramarines are supposed to be the poster child for the Imperium. But mm. even then, when Ultramarines are done well for the tabletop and people look at them, they're not just the box art dudes. They are more Roman and they've, they've got all the tassels and the plumes. And, and when you see a really nicely done Ultramarines army, you kind of just look at it and you, you don't want to tell the person it looks great because, you know, Ultramarine players, but it, it does <laughs> look fantastic. And I think yeah. in the same way as Ultramarine being a slur, you could kind of be looking at your Black Legion going, well, they're just the, the vanilla, the default. And it's like they need to have their own flavor that attracts people mm. in. Because I, other than myself, years ago, I doing um, Black Legion because it was easy to paint. 
and <laughs> didn't realize that spraying them black and doing trim wasn't a paint job. I think that, you know, other than them being easy to paint, I don't think a lot of people really gravitate towards them. No, I've never really come across a Black Legion player or anybody who who goes into Black Legion. Because like yourself, you you're you're Iron Warriors. Actually, yeah. I know a few. I know a few Death Guard players. My friend James from the no, oh, sorry, not James, Mike from the store. He plays World Eaters. So yeah, yeah it's 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 never yeah. Black Legion are kind of like the almost like the underdog of nobody really wants to really wants to paint them anymore. Yeah, uh, I mean, I painted so- I painted a Black Legion guys in the Blackstone Fortress but obviously that's three marines that's the big chaos dude lord and yeah. it's two, is two bodyguards or his side buddies so I, mean, I, paint, I yeah. even painted my ones of those as night lords because I didn't want to paint them as Black Legion yeah 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 well I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the models now and I'm thinking I want to repaint them <laughs> yeah it's, it's just there's nothing exciting about it you know like I've got like I've got you know I've got Thousand Sons I've got world eaters i've got alpha legion i've got i've got all these different armies but black legion other than back in the day when i just got bored and had a dabble um i haven't really looked at them since then but i don't know maybe maybe now's the time to look at them in a different light but um you know a a kill team wouldn't be too much you know doing trim on black yeah because that's the thing i've i read a little bit into like the red corsairs is it the red corsairs Oh, it looks Curons, mates. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought because obviously they're more like pirate, piratical sort of sort of guys, aren't they? And and they, and they they allow anybody in their in their sort of legion, don't they? As well. Yeah. Um, and I thought they were kind of that's kind of fun. Yeah. But but that's it. Like they seem to have they developed at one point more character mm. and more attraction from people than the Black Legion did. And again, it's Games Workshop make these big statements. They want Abaddon and the Black Legion and Chaos to be a real threat for the galaxy. So they do, they have the big, the the skid mark across the galaxy that, you know, he's blown up Cadia and all this sort of stuff. And you kind of go, great, Abaddon's actually sort of winning at this point. He's doing really well. And still people aren't finding him interesting. Yeah. They they need to do something more. Yeah. And I think just at least make his Legion... And it, this sounds. This is where I think the tournament thing kind of sometimes I think should lead into a bit of the the law because if you make them more of an attractive legion to play on the tabletop, then when you go into tournaments and people are just rocking around despoiling stuff as the Black Legion, and if all the players are like, oh, I hate playing Black Legion, oh, the Black Legion are here again, it, it feeds into the mythos <laughs> of the game a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Because yeah, Abaddon, he's just a douche knob, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, in, in the books, he's great. Anything written by Arendelsky Bowden is fantastic. He could write a book on, I don't know, My Little Pony and I'd read it. Um, <laughs> like, it would be compelling. You'd be like, I can't believe there's so much backstory I didn't know about. Because he, he did it with, um, was it Betrayer in the Heresy that's about Angron? And Angron's been a two-dimensional character for years. And that book was really great. By the end of it, I was like, oh, do I need to do a World Eaters army? And you, you know, <laughs> 40K fiction, when by the time you're done, you want to do an army. And it's like, oh, this is how they get you. Yeah, yeah, this is how you get you. Yeah, yeah. I think that was, I think that was it with the Inquisition when I, started, when I started listening to the Eisenhorn series. And I was just like, oh, Inquisitors, Agents, Agent of the Imperium. It sounds so cool. Yeah. 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 I mean that they need to be a full-on playable faction in Kill Team. They need to make bespoke rules for those guys. 
because how much fun would it be to be doing little missions with them? Because you've got those awesome conversions and you're like beast dudes and, you know, like all your crusaders and all the other dudes. It'd be oh, great. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, and my Inquisitor that I converted from, oh, what's her face? Black, Blackthorn or Blackfire? I can't remember name now. Neve Black Talon. There we are. There we go. That's it, yeah. Okay, so back onto these guys. So I keep derailing. Yep. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I'll probably someone listening will diagnose me with ADHD or something. Yeah, if like if you were going to get this box set, then what legion would you be painting your guys as? I would. I've already thought about it. I would probably paint mine as a, a home brew sort of legion. Ooh, do your own. So again. I, yeah. So I would do my own sort of war band. And I've thought about this now. Obviously, as you said, I think I've told you that I've, I've thought about it for quite a while now because the next army I'd love to do, if I had the time, money, and obviously effort and availability, I'd do a, a small chaos army. Yeah. And I'm going from sort of Death Guard to just a basic, literally just an un, undivided sort of legion to Night Lords to, you know, you know, all kinds of stuff. And now I'm thinking Red Corsairs. Ooh. But I was thinking of doing like a like a purple night lord sort of effect so okay. purple and then have obviously like pink lightning instead of my that. oh um, that really pop yeah it would wouldn't it wouldn't it so i'll do like a it'll be like a night lord sub faction or a sub like a war band instead yeah so you could have like like their their own kind of splinter group or whatever mm, yeah yeah that's what i'll that's what i was thinking of doing anyway if i did have them would you take thousands of cultists so that's a question <laughs> well i do have some cultists already from the black Le- uh, black stone and also yeah. i'd probably use my you know the uh, traitor guards as a cultist as well yeah so i'll use those as cultists so i've got about wherever you get how much you get from the i've probably got enough for two sort of two sort I, of uh, units i think you get for... 14 guys in blackstone don't yeah you? yeah and i've got the other ones yeah. as well the other cultists so give them, pop them in, so just fill them out a bit more. So, yeah, I think I've got enough for, like, maybe two units of cultists, so... More. Yeah, it's never, <laughs> it's never enough. It's never enough. Yeah. I think, I think it is... One of the, I mean, say what you like about 40k at the moment, I think one of the things I like about Kill Team in these box sets is you can treat these guys a proper labour of love, and every model you can spend some time on, and at the end of it, you, you're getting them on the table, you've got a few turns out of them, there's back and forth. Um, like seeing the amount of stuff that's flying off the tables in one turn in current 40k big tournament games, that'd be disheartening. The amount of time you put into these dudes, you're just ripping them off the board. I think mm. you, that's why I think I'm leaning towards this kill team stuff, just really getting into why I love painting models, not not just giving myself jobs to do, but just sitting there mm. going, right, this guy, like I said, like, you know, dinner knives guy going nuts and being like, oh, yeah, well, do I want to do blood spratter on him and, like, really lean into each character and what his, his little story is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun, actually, yeah. No, I agree. And as you know, like, I mean, I know you're a big tournament player as well, but obviously I know you like the narrative side of it. And you know me, I love the narrative side. I've never really played tournaments before. Yeah, uh, I don't have any really tournament any experience at all, really. Yeah, and I'm more fluffy and more narrative and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I mean, when I first played the first edition kill team, like that's when I got into Death Watt. And obviously, yeah. in each model, I converted or you know, I I built and I I did convert some of them and gave them certain weapons and stuff like that. And I yeah, I did paint them and I took my time and painted them for each individual model because then eventually, you know, me and Amber, who had her Harlequins at that point who like and she's named all their harlequins as well like and given them backstories and stuff and save my marines but i like that aspect because now obviously in my campaign for my for me between me and james is jakari 
even in my bigger Deathwatch army, I still have my original kill team that I had in my first edition kill team who are still yeah. in it. That's cool. <laughs> and so and they're you, still there. <laughs> you know they're going to roll like fire every time. Like there's like there's rules that go like, you know, if you've only just painted it or it's a new unit or it's a crux moment, they're going to fluff the rolls. But then like if it's the, a unit which you know is genuinely battle tested, you've had them for years and like you've, they've earned sagas and stuff like that, you know that when it, that when it comes to the moment, they'll pull out the bag. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Of my my out of all my kill te- uh, kill teams, my Deathwatch kill teams, like the one guy that I always go to, and I've written about him as well in in little um, story, short stories and stuff. Uh, Watch Sergeant Leantis, the Black Templar. Yeah, he's never died. He's always come through. He's always pulled through. He's always been resurrected. He's always yeah. He's 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 a badass. He just tanks yeah. everything with a storm shield and kills everything with a xenophase blade because he's a fucking badass. to be fair i'm in the process of making because i I love my space walls and every once in a while i keep telling myself i'm done making space walls but then i (laughs) realize i'm actually using the death watch rules from kill team to make a wolf guard unit yeah really oh lightning claws and fun stuff i'm I'm making a kill team of just space walls because again i I love making sagas for these people and how every Mm. guy is his name that's cool that's cool Yeah. yeah well I think we've talked enough, haven't we, really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we've barely scraped upon the contents of Nakmund, but, you know, we, yeah. we've talked um, about everything around it. Yeah, te- basically, yeah. I mean, I mean, the one thing is we need to say is, is are you going to get Nakmund? Personally, no. And that's not really... <laughs> that. Out of all the GW releases at the moment, that's the one that I've been tempted with the most because the Eldar Corsairs look fantastic. Yeah. I love the terrain that's in that box. I love anything like that. My main issue is I've just got a lot on at the moment and I yeah. know that I could run out and buy it and all I'll be doing is putting it in a cupboard. And I'm trying to yeah. kind of lean away from the cupboard of shame. I'm trying to go, right, what have I got on my de- table? Get it done, yeah. get it you know, boxed off. Because I've got enough of it that I can't get bored with what I've got because I can jump from Titanicus to um, Lord of the Rings scenery to making yeah. kill teams to making stuff for Warcry. There's, there's yeah. still plenty to be done. You've got your Marvel as well, your Marvel Protocol as well and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, plant pots and all sorts for that. Yeah, I still, I still, I still I've got I've I've stuck together my uh, Doc Ock and my uh, crossbones, but I, still, I need stones to spray them and paint them. <laughs> <laughs> that is the uh, that's the hard part. But no, yeah. it, I think that my biggest worry with the, the the kill team stuff is that that fear of missing out that they they kind mm. of throw at you. But we know like with the the other sets coming down out down the line and releasing mm. like the the one with the sisters that's coming out separately now so yeah a big massive rush you know i don't need more terrain i don't need to get both these sets I mean, there's no there's no dying urge you know because if i did buy it it'd be in the cupboard until it was released as a separate entity anyway knowing my luck yeah and then you can just buy the separate pieces that you want anyway so exactly yeah. but the curse marines with upgrades are getting purchased there's there's no doubt about that <laughs> fair enough many of them, but they, they just look great yeah they do they do they all look good yeah again chris thank you very much for being on my podcast and chatting with me uh, it's obviously toy soldiers and fantasy crap and sci-fi stuff it's mostly appreciated it's very appreciated it's not mostly very appreciated because obviously yeah. you're very knowledgeable and obviously You've been a very big sort of inspiration in this ho- me coming back into the hobby, as it were. So I always appreciate you talking and taking time to talk on the podcast. 
Oh, I'm blushing now. You can't say it, but I'm blushing. <laughs> like what? A knight, a knight lord, or probably, <laughs> probably like the the um, word bearers at Monarchia as a reference for you. I've no clue what that means, so I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, thanks for your time, Chris. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I'll see you next time. See you next time, and we'll go to the next part of the podcast. Okay, everyone. So if you don't know already, or if you're new to this podcast, you will know that it is the intro to the quizzes with the Mizzes. So obviously after this, it'll be the quizzes with the Mizzes with Amber, my beautiful, my amazing partner, who has to put up with all my Warhammer shenanigans. So just to explain, what I do is I show Amber four pictures of the models of, of, of some 40k. So this time it'll be chaos so obviously this is kind of like a chaos episode and what she has to do is guess what they are so basically what it does is four questions so four pictures and then for each question there are three answers or potential answers one is correct two are not correct she has two lifelines which is eliminate one so obviously one of the three answers will be eliminated by random obviously not the obviously not the actual answer and then she has asked someone in her Discord. So she obviously streams and she has a Discord for all her streaming needs. And she can ask one person and they can either call her back or message her. And then they can basically give her insight in what they think the answer is. Without further ado, I will tell you the answer for each question. And then what you can do is as we go along in the quiz, obviously, if you want to know what they look like, these models, you can obviously Google them or you can go into the Warhammer or Games Workshop website and you can look what we are looking at. So question one, the answer, Raptors. Question two is a Hell Brute. Question three are Corn Berserkers. And question four is Abaddon the Despoiler. So there are the answers and then we'll go to the quiz right now. Right, everyone, it's the best part of the episode. It's the quiz with the Mrs. And if people don't already know, it is I quiz my Mrs. Who the Mrs. is the most wonderful, most amazing, most beautiful, and the most pink-haired lady I've known. It's, yep, that's her. That's Amber <laughs> making strange noises in the background. Hello. <laughs> After a good start there. Yep. <laughs> How are you, sweetie? Good. So yeah, you're happy to be on the podcast again? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, so you know what this topic is this week, don't you? No. Chaos. Yay. Oh, chaos. Yay. So it's not space marines. But it's bad space marines. Bad space marines. <laughs> Naughty space marines. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, awesome. well, as you know, I mean, chaos, I mean, as you know, I was going to say then, but no, what do you know about chaos? What, 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 what do you think chaos? Chaos are space marines gone to the dark side basically mm, yeah but they're they're like gross aren't they 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 do mean things and bad things to other yeah. people and stuff not that i'm going to mention in a and, podcast but <laughs> anything in particular no but yeah they're they're kind of like they're, they're scary they're, aren't they yeah they're kind they're, of gross mm, they have tentacles yeah it's kind of the oh i don't want to say this on the podcast either it's like Anime has the other side, yep. and I feel like this is the other side. The dark of, side. The dark side. The dark side that no one, any innocent mind would Knows not want about. to think about. And I feel like Chaos is Warhammer's tame way of doing that too. I personally, I think I think like when I used your models, like when I first got into Warhammer, I think oh, yeah. I used some of your Chaos then. You did, yes, I remember that actually. With uh, Patrick. 
but <gasps> Patrick the Poxwalker. Yeah, Patrick the Poxwalker. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think I'd ever go to them. They don't interest me. I mean, they were fun to play, but I didn't mm. really know any context behind it at that point. The kind of chaos story background law whatever you want to refer to it as doesn't really interest me mm. yeah i mean yeah because you yeah because i introduced you to kill team didn't i yeah and i used to play my orcs and used to play either my death watch or my death guard yes. and that's when you were introduced to chaos and death because they were really good actually in in first edition kill team because they all had toughness five which was awesome kill team the first edition mm-hmm. and there were the pox walkers which were like you know Quite good, yeah. So yeah, you you were in your forty k sort of how do you call it like your forty k life, as it were. You you were introduced <laughs> to chaos quite early, yeah. And obviously later on, when obviously you've talked to Chris and talked to me about chaos, and we've told you a few like hints and things, and it has become a bit more like you. Mm. Yeah, doesn't um, Chris play a bit of chaos? Chaos play. Uh, Chris plays. <laughs> chaos <laughs> Chris, plays Chris. Chris plays chaos. Plus twist. Plus twist. <laughs> Chris plays a lot of chaos. Okay. He has several chaos armies. I mean, when I first met Chris, like I said in, in this podcast, just like in the previous thing in chat along, is he had my orcs and he brought his iron warriors. So the silver and then they've got like black and black and yellow like stripes, you know, mm-hmm. chevrons and stuff. He's also got a night lord army. He's also got, I think he's got some world eaters as well, the world bearers. So he has a few chaos sort of armies. And it's interesting because he, obviously previous to this, he... He told me in the chat along about like the Black Legion, so like the almost like the vanilla chaos. But mm. then he made a very good point, which I didn't know about. But Black Legion is like anybody from any chaos faction can join the Black Legion. She says the Black Legion are kind of like the Death Watch. I'm like, oh, that's kind of made me. That's kind. Of, I didn't know that, and okay. that's kind of made me more like yeah, like oh, Black Legion. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, that's kind of interesting. Mm. Anyway, sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris. Just. Chaos again. Slammed your. <laughs> but be invited around his house again. Uh, nope. No, I mean, like I say, I mean, if I had the time, money, and you know everything else, uh, you know, I think my next project would like to be a small chaos faction sort of thing. Mm. I've got, an, I've got a few bits and pieces like my Death Guard and stuff like that, which I think you know would be included in that. So you know what puts me off chaos a little bit that that YouTuber that I really don't like. I won't name them because I think it's rude, but mm, like mm. that I think because they're quite a fan of chaos and they make it sound they they like, really home in on on the gross stuff and that, I think that's yeah. what puts me off them a little mm. bit. And I guess that's really the case because obviously certain factions do can come across. That's the way they are. Mm. Obviously, naming one Slanesh, but and obviously then you have these like neckbeards going like, well, actually, not Slanesh isn't about like sexual stuff. It's all about desire and stuff. It is, but they are always portrayed as being the the kinky ones. So mm. yeah, so that's always like you're never gonna get away from that. If you're a Slash yeah. player, you're always gonna get that back shot, aren't you? So yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about gods because obviously that's the thing. There's four gods, four factions, four things that do different things, four worshippers, all the chaos demons and shit as well so chaos is quite a wide range of things yeah it's, it's not just the marines it's obviously yeah. the gods you know the primarch demon princes the mm-hmm. demons dribblies and you know like even the humans that have become like you know pox walkers mm-hmm. or cultists or whatever so there's, there's, a, there's a lot there's a yeah. lot of shit going on in the chaos sort of side of things 
Shall we, uh, shall we get on with the crazy quiz? Yep. So if some, Emily doesn't know already, but obviously if you listen to the podcast, you should. But obviously who doesn't? Obviously what I do is we quiz Amber on 40k because she loves that so much because she's such a big Warhammer nerd. Yeah. Yep. And sure. what, we, what we do is we, answer, we ask her four questions. Each one has a three answers. Obviously, actually, I've said this in the quiz intro, actually, already. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm not taking an hour, fuck it. Yeah, you um, will. No. So then we ask the questions, and obviously then you have two lifelines, don't you? You have a eliminate one. So yep. obviously out of the three, obviously one's correct or not, I'll eliminate one of the bad ones by a dice roll, which I'll have somewhere because I have dice everywhere. And then there's a ask ask a friend in Discord. Yes. And you've asked Mike, you've asked Cho in the past, and you have a few people on the ready this time, yep. don't we? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the ready to go, go. So I've given you the pictures that we're going to mm-hmm. look at, and now we're going to see... What you know about chaos, which is nothing. Good luck. Thanks. So, could you describe picture number one for us? So here we have a <laughs> well, here we space have. marine <laughs> that is in black armor with gold edging trim. Trim, yes. They're doing. They've got like clawed feet and little claws off their legs and arms, and they have like weird teethy jetpacks. Yep. And like jagged swords. Yep. And they're posing off rocks. Woohoo. And um, yeah, I think that's quite an accurate description though. Yep. So you're correct, they are jump pack troops. Mm-hmm. But what are they? I don't know. What are they? Are they A mutilators? Ooh. Are they B talons? Or are they C raptors? Oh <laughs> I've heard of raptors before. Oh you might have done. But I don't know if it's chaos or it's something else. <laughs> Mutilators. Mm-hmm. They do look like they could mutilate quite a bit. Yeah. Talons. I mean, they have got claws. They could be talons. Mm-hmm. Raptors. Raptors have claws. They could be raptors because, like, raptors, like, can. Rawr. Well, they've got, like, their two claws and they can, like. <sighs> yeah, they rap, have the big, you know? they have the, like, the big yeah. tackle claw, don't they? Oh, that's a good one. You know what? Then let's go straight in and eliminate one. Oh, okay. Let's get the dicey dice. Oh, my glass dice here. Glass dice. Yeah. Fancy. Okay, we're going to eliminate talons. Oh, okay. That doesn't help because I wasn't going to go with that. (laughs) Right, I'm going C. C? Yeah. Raptors? Yeah. Not mutilators? I mean, mutilators, they do look like they'll mutilate. So if it turns out to be mutilators, I'll give it it a tick. Oh, okay. On my approval of names. Fair enough. Cool. So C is it? Yeah. Okay. Ding. It is correct. They are raptors. So these gentlemen are, I believe that they originate from the Night Lord okay. region. So basically, if you know the Night Lords, they're kind of like the the, the prime workers of the common crews. Because these yeah. like the Batman of the, like the Death World that he goes to. And this they, they use, obviously Night Lords are almost like, either they use fast attacks mm. or they use things to scare the shit out of their enemies, basically. And so they kind of come from that. Obviously, yeah, they're basically jetpack units. And obviously, normally they have chainsaws or swords or whatever. And they just like, normally what they like to do is they've got claws on their feet. And normally what they do like to do is they, I, I believe, I might, I could be just saying this completely wrong now, but I believe that they like to go over their foes and like rip them apart from, oh, from the okay. sky or pick them up and like just tear them apart and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, they're pretty savage. Yeah. So, well done. Good start. Yeah. Number two. So, what, what, what have you, what have you, you're looking at my models, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking for? You've got a dreadnought. Dreadnought to that. And it looks like this, but obviously not tentacly. Okay, so yes. Is it A, 
Oh, do not describe what you're looking at? Looks like a dreadnought, but one arm has tentacles because, you know, chaos, you know, <laughs> referring to the anime we don't want to refer to. But it's got fleshy bits and eyes. Oh, it's got eyes. It's just a bit, <laughs> it's just a bit gross, really. Yeah. But red instead of whatever colour you paint your normal ones, blue. Oh, wait, he's got, like, teeth around where his head is, and it's a skull head. Oh, yeah, there's loads of fleshy bits. <laughs> yeah, it's quite cool, actually. Yeah. Gross, but cool. But what is it? Don't is know. it A, a Chaos Dreadnought? I feel like you, I feel that's too obvious. Is it B, a Hellbrute? Oh, a Hellbrute. I don't like that. Or is it C, a Defiler? Ooh, I don't like that name. If it's called a Defiler, I'm a bit disappointed. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel like it could be. I want to say Chaos Dreadnought, but I feel like that's too obvious. But maybe, I don't know, is, is that one just called Dreadnought? Well, the ones I've got is the primary one, Redemptor Dreadnought. And then mm. my, my little one's called a, a, um, a Venerable Dreadnought. Mm. But a normal a normal Space Marine Dreadnought is just called a Dreadnought. Oh, I should have saved my... <laughs> oh, it's too soon to use the next. I'm going to go... Oh. What does Dan say? Hmm? What does Dan say? Go with your gut. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. My gut... I don't know, because I... I want to go Chaos Dreadnought because I've it's... seen Dreadnoughts, but I feel like that's too obvious, and if it was just Chaos Dreadnought, then... GDW is really shit at making names. Yeah. But then it is, though. <laughs> but then, because he's got, like, a skull head and he's red, hell brute is sticking out. Not Defiler? I don't like Defiler. If it's Defiler, I'm disappointed. I'm going to go hell brute. you be hell brute. Yeah. Are you sure? No. Not, not not Chaos Dreadnought? I, I really want to go Chaos Dreadnought, but I feel like it's too obvious. Ooh. Do you want to count down or don't just go for it? Go for it. Oh, ding. Yeah. It's correct. It is a hell brute. Woo! So basically, it is a Chaos Dreadnought. Okay. And they used to be called Chaos Dreadnoughts. Oh, okay. So they renamed them. <laughs> yeah, they okay. renamed them. So in third edition, when I started, they were just called Chaos Dreadnoughts. Oh. But they renamed them a hell brute. And basically what it is, it is basically a dead space marine because obviously you know what a dreadnought is yeah it is he is a, there is a guy in there yeah yeah I can so he see. is dead but he's but because he's like a demon as well like the demons like come over like took over his body and that's oh. why he's got like fleshy and stuff and they've got like all kinds of stuff but and... you've got his little legs hanging and it looks really funny because his little legs hanging there no they're just tubes they're just um... oh it looks like legs yeah no no, no just his head oh lame. but what halberts do because they're like kind of like slightly possessed and demonotic but so basically they go insane because normally space marines and dreadnoughts are kind of like they kind of do go a little bit now crazy mm. eventually but because chaos because they just because obviously they're space marines so they just don't let any emotion they just go rope i'm not going to go crazy i'm not mm. going to go thingy so they just carry on until they die eventually mm-hmm. or just continue hell brutes because they are insane they do go insane and oh. basically sometimes what they have to do chaos they have to actually remove them from the like the chassis of the dreadnought and leave them because they're kind of crazy and stuff, okay. and they have to leave them and then put them in when they need them. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Well done, fifty-fifty. Number three. What? What are those? Men in red suits or <laughs> creatures in red suits? Oh, they got like weird masks. Some of them have got kind of like skull masks with like horny bits on, <laughs> and some of them have got other masks they've got weapons like some have got like axes some have got chains so no like a yeah. sword yeah, a chainsaw chain type of thing again they all look like they're having a little bit of a dance to be honest with you <laughs> they've got like one leg in you know how like in movies girls go when they kiss and they're like back leg goes up. 
It looks like that, or oh it looks like, God. or it looks like a dog having a wee with one leg. You get so much hate from Kyle players. I don't care. I don't care either. It's quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> but what yeah, but they? come on. If, if they if they want to listen to a podcast that's informative, yeah. then there's plenty. If you want one for a laugh, yeah. then that's what this. Well, I'll let you know that these these models in particular came out when I played Warhammer. Oh, okay. So they're at least twenty years old. So pick the shit name one. Okay, go. Yep. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> no, no, they've kept the same name, okay. but the models have been quite outdated uh, now. But are they a? Are they blood cultists? Oh. Are they B, corn berserkers? Ooh. Or are they C, skull takers? I'm a skull taker. Corn berserkers. Ooh, that's fucking quick. Not skull takers? Not blood culture? <laughs> You're going to go corn berserkers, street. you? But your gut's really in it, isn't it? No, I'm just going for it. Okay. Correct. Yeah! They are corn berserkers. So the way that they're actually not peeing or they're not like doing little... <laughs> they're supposed to be running... <laughs> It doesn't look like No, it, it doesn't. They look really shit, don't they? <laughs> yeah. But they were like, they were like defiant in the day because they're like, oh wow, they look like they're really oh, dy- wow. dynamic and stuff. Like, no, they just look shit now. Yeah. But that those models need to be updated. And, I know yeah. that corn, I knew the corn was a red. God. Yeah. So mm. that's why I picked mm. Well, corn berserkers are like an elite choice of case, Chaos Space Marines. However, my friend Mike, yeah, because he collects war bearers and obviously he, he only has his corn berserkers and basically they're a special sort of like assault troop. Like mm. a shock assault troop, and basically they're crazy because obviously they follow the corn of the blood god, whatever, mm. and kill everything. And just like all they have is weapons. Basically, they're just like assault marines, but they've gone okay. mad basically. Anyway, well, three out of four. You could be really on the way to fucking like getting a four out of four, aren't you? Mm. Like being great. And... Right. So, this last dude, yeah, I have to tell that he's kind of a uh, character esque, yeah, dude, dude. So what's what's he look like then? Big bad space marine with a big shiny blue sword, a big a gun like a machine gun with like feathers coming out of it. He's stamping no, gun. Belt fed bolter. Yeah, but what's that? Oh, that's claws. That's claws. Yeah. It's Sorry, it's not feathers. Claw. He's he's cooler than that. Um, <laughs> he's cooler than feathers. He's stamping on a blue space marine, so I kind of like him. <laughs> and he looks angry. He looks like. Frankenstein, not look, gonna lie. Look, he looks disappointed. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look pleased with the world. Maybe he's just seen someone, I don't know, not blast someone in the face properly. I don't know. <laughs> but he's, he's pretty cool. He's lots of skulls on his thing behind him. And his trophy, his trophy. His trophy. Yeah. God, they must be quite heavy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay. Come on. But, but who is he? I don't know. Is he A, Abaddon the Despoiler? Oh, Abaddon the Despoiler. Okay. Is he B, Horace the Warmaster? Oh, I've heard of Horace. Yes. Or is he C, Khan the Betrayer? Khan the Betrayer. You know what? I'm going to use my call oh. this, this week. I'm okay. Gonna I'm going to call Ellen and Sal. Go for it. Let me just get them up on Discord. There we go. We'll do a call. So I've called my friend. I was going to say Fairy, but I'm going to say her actual name. Ellen and, and Sal. And mm. they probably don't know much about warhammer like me so we can be a trio guessing this last one <laughs> so have you guys got the picture can you see it yeah the big bad guy okay so we have three options i'll get robin to read them because i don't understand these things but okay. right uh, three options all right okay right so this is me now so is this gentleman is he a abaddon the despoiler b 
Horus the War Master, or C, Khan the Betrayer? Yeah. Oh, okay. No uh, pressure, guys. David, what do you think? I've heard of Horus before, but I don't know if this is him. Khan, I'm not sure. We've just had something called Corn Berserkers. So I don't know if like Corn and Khan. I'm not sure, but I'm like, I really want to get it because I've got three out of four right so far. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> like, gut and feeling, what would you go with? I can say them again if you wish. I'll go with the, the spoiler, gut feel. Which one was that? Was that the second the option? First one. The first, first one. one. Oh, I thought it was going to be second or third. Because it's called the, the Spoils of War, doesn't it? Or what was the other one? So it's Abaddon the Despoiler, Horus the War Master, or Khan the Betrayer. David, it's like he's pretty rich with things. Yeah, like I th- I th- but I think it's either one or three. One either or three. one or three. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Is that not what you thought, Jaden? I really don't know because the, all the others, so we, all the others are kind of, I did a 50-50 on the first one, but I kind of was confident. The second one, I was quite confident. And the third one, I, I, I was confident as well. This one, I'm not too sure. And Chaos are like, so he's he's part of Chaos. So Chaos are like the ones that have gone to the, if they were going like Star Wars, they've gone to the dark side. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm leaning. I don't think he's a war master. No. Hmm. I'm feeling it could be it, A or C. I think it's yeah. A or C, but I have no idea. <laughs> okay, A or, a or C. Okay. okay. That's, that's kind of brought it down. I can pick between two. Okay. okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> right, okay. Um, I'm going to go... Oh, fuck. Choice. <laughs> a. A? Yeah. You sure? No. I'll just give it like a pause to make it more intense. <laughs> It's correct. Yes! <laughs> yes! Did it! <laughs> four out of four! I'm calling Sal every week. <laughs> oh. Well done. Look at us go! Yeah, four out of four. Yeah, four so out of four. Abaddon does a spoiler. Yeah. So actually, all three of these guys actually are a Chaos character. I know Horus is. Horus the, Horus the War Master was the first guy who fell to Chaos. Well, he wasn't the first person to fall to Chaos. But however, he's mentioned a lot, though, isn't he? Yes, Horus Heresy. Yeah, yeah. He's the Horus War Master. He is basically the wants to kill the Emperor, basically. Okay. He's a big like the big big body of the bodies. Okay. Khan yeah. the Betrayer, you are correct. Does relate to Khan Berserkers because Khan the Betrayer is actually the almost like War Master or Warlord of the Khan Berserkers or the World Eaters, as it were. Is he um like you know they had like the. The things like this, he's got yeah. the up yep. Yep. things like that too, haven't they? Yeah. I know yeah. those yeah. listening can't the see model, what I'm doing. The model but, um... is him, like he's got like this big he's got this big two-handed chain axe and he has like chains all wrapped around his arms and he has no armor on his arms and he looks like he's gonna rip somebody apart basically. Can you is he one that you can get and he's like really big? No, he's actually just a space marine size. So what are the ones that are huge that come out? Oh, we're not too sure. I don't know. Okay, sorry. No worries. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, Abaddon the Despoiler was actually one of Horus's captains. Okay. And he's actually the war master of the Black Legion. Mm. And obviously, he's the Despoiler because he always does, when he goes to a world, he just basically just rips it to shred. Yeah. Okay. And Abaddon the Despoiler is kind of like the main antagonist for the 40k for chaos at the moment itself. Because mm. he's the one that keeps going in and out of the um, Maledictum, the big skid mark, as Chris says it, across the galaxy. <laughs> Trust Chris. I know, and uh, and so he keeps 
he's had 13 crusade black crusades which basically chaos just came out and just like tried to mm. basically so yeah he's the main body and well done i'm so four, four out of four you are a chaos follower really not <laughs> i i really don't like chaos but i think i think things like stick out a little bit or maybe because i've seen maybe warhammer or stuff like we've watched mm. they they've popped up a bit more so mm. yeah i'm quite chuffed with that good you should be you should well done i'm actually quite yeah uh, oh yeah well done thanks yeah <laughs> so yeah four out of four excellent yeah. well done pat on the back of all that yeah well Can done you... to our, our uh, oh, yeah, yes of course well done to your guests yeah. I mean, I shouldn't penalise you for two, having two people, but I'm joking, I'm joking. I, shut up, <laughs> dick. <laughs> Don't give me a lifeline and take it away. Exactly, I'm just joking. I'm just, yeah, and obviously this is the end of the podcast now. Yeah. Yes, well done. Four out of four, well done. I'll be honest with you, I thought you would be a bit... I think you did what I thought you would do. Mm. I thought you'd get the Corn Berserkers quite straight away. Mm. Hellbrew, I thought you would go for Chaos Dreadnought because you thought, oh, it's going to be GW, so you're going to thought. Yeah. Raptors, I didn't think you'd. I thought you'd go for Talons or Mutilators. Mm. And actually, both of them are actually all Chaos units as well. So, yeah, well done. I didn't, and I didn't think you'd know the Abaddon, or I thought you'd have, you'd have called him Horus instead. So. Yeah. Because, you know, I think I've probably said Horus several times to you, or you've heard it. Yeah, and obviously, so. Horus Heresy, you hear mm. quite a bit about. But mm. I think it was just. I think it was obviously Ellen and Sal steering me away from that one. Mm. But yeah, it was good to have their their input. And I think I think I went with the top one. But in my head, <laughs> it just seemed a good idea. Yeah, good but for yeah, you. That was good. And I think it's worth noting as well, I don't know what your episode's about until I come to the episode. Like, yes. So there's no way of me becoming manically... Like research heavy. researching or revising no and to be honest i don't really have time <laughs> yeah true you you work very hard it was that was fun i really enjoyed that fair enough yeah don't know what gonna do next 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 episode but oh, there we go might be something to do with Dribbly's Tyranids because their their codex is coming out next yeah that'll be good oh, they brought they've got a new uh, they've got a new model as well which you mm. might need to get you in yeah into, cool yeah it's got a, it's got a, it's got a tail which it like it stabs you uh, and it impregnates you with a not pregnant, but like it, it, it it's called a something ossipotary or something like that. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like it's a nod towards the aliens. I've, I've, I've put it in the podcast this point okay, cool. in, in the updates, but yeah, it's basically it's quite funny. It's kind of gives a nod to the aliens, like burst night chest. Oh, cool. Anyway, but yes, thank you very much for being on my podcast. As usual, as it's probably I think the best part of the podcast, this section with the quiz with the misses. As you're always. welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> the smug face there, like you're welcome, asshole. <laughs> everyone, everyone listens for you, don't they? <laughs> yes, but as usual. Thanks everyone else for listening to the podcast as we hear Amber <laughs> laugh herself silly. Oh god. But obviously it's a goodbye from me, it's a goodbye from you. Bye. Yeah. And obviously, as usual, if you want to get in touch, obviously we have a podcast is which is on Anchor, there's in the messaging service, or obviously my my email, which is me myself and 40k at gmail.com. Me myself and and is A and D and it's 40k, which is 40k and of gmail.com so go ahead and yeah we'll go from there but yes yep. i guess it's just a goodbye bye <laughs> <laughs>